You are listening to Processing Trauma Out Loud, conversations about trauma and healing from two women who are doing the work. My name is Jeremiah Jones, and I'm the producer of this podcast. In today's episode, Candace and Cher continue their cultivation series discussing the topic of self-awareness. Developing self-awareness can help us heal from the effects of childhood trauma. Listen in as Cher engages with Candace about her recent experience leading a story weekend and how having self-awareness deepened her joy of serving others. Hi, everyone. Candace and Cher here with another episode of Processing Trauma Out Loud. We just put a wrap on, it ended up being four weeks, Cher, talking about cultivating the trait of deep listening. Yeah. If you haven't gotten to hear that series, we want to encourage you to go back and listen. Not only listen, but we would love to hear from you. Cher and I will hear from people that we know are listening and give us just really encouraging feedback. But if you can even leave us a review on our podcast, we believe that the content we're creating is helping people and we just want to help more people. So if you can do that, we would greatly appreciate it. We are moving into another topic today, share in our cultivation series. We are talking about traits that we would like to cultivate specifically coming from, how do I say this? Maybe some extra challenges if you have grown up or if you grew up experiencing complex childhood trauma. And today we are going to talk about cultivating the trait of self-awareness. This may turn into two parts. We could get it all covered today or who knows, it could turn into four. But Cher, how are you feeling about talking about self-awareness today? It's been so fun just doing the, the conversation before the conversation and both of us really noticing how we are still so much better becoming more self-aware. And some of the things that are showing up that we are noticing is kind of coming after doing a lot of work and having a lot of growth and really exploring this this area of self-awareness for a long time, which we have done through our work with our coaches and in our in our community that we're a part of. And we have experienced a lot of growth and we're still growing. And I, I really love that awareness a lot. And so I'm excited about our conversation today. I want to name at the very beginning of this, that it actually takes courage to look into being self-aware, not only like being self-aware within your own self, but even the the idea of asking someone else how they experience you. Yeah. That can feel a little bit scary. So I want to say we want to wrap the concept of self-awareness around self-compassion or no, let me say this. I want to wrap self-compassion around self-awareness. Yeah. So important. And I think because we talked about how self-awareness includes getting to know who I really am, that maybe I haven't seen clearly, but it's also separating myself away from things that I have always believed are true about me that really are not true about me. Maybe it was something that was spoken over me or um, somehow I came to believe these things were true about me, but they're really not. Yes. And it takes a lot of courage because exposing those things to the light or to the eyes of someone else can be very difficult. 
Cher, when we understand that having self-awareness isn't that we are looking for bad parts of ourselves or what's bad about us or what's wrong about us. And I think that can be the scary part. Like how bad am I? It's really just looking at why I show up the way I do and asking some really good questions. What I heard this lady say it, you know, no bad parts, but only behaviors that can come out of those parts that no longer serve us and that we, we want to transform. Yeah, I love that. As we go forward in our conversation today, we want to kind of wrap this conversation around an experience that you recently had this past weekend, Candice, where you had the glorious honor of leading a retreat where you took a group of women and you did some story work and you did some kayaking and you put this together, you you built it the way that you wanted it to be. And we really kind of processed that retreat, at least aspects of it, from the perspective of what did you learn about yourself? Mm -hmm. And how did self-awareness help you as you went through that process? And what are you discovering? And so we're going to kind of build this episode around that conversation about the experience that you had. I'm just wondering, Candice, as you began to put together the retreat, how did you find yourself showing up? How did you experience yourself maybe in some new ways? What were maybe just in some broad terms? What are some of the things you discovered about yourself? Before I share that, I just have to say what we did before we push record today. I, I just want to tell you it was actually a gift for me, Cher, because you leaned in and just started asking me questions that I'm really processing some of this in real time. I'm I'm getting some more self-awareness on what some of the things that I experienced at this retreat. But in preparation for the retreat, I noticed how genuinely excited I was to get to spend time with these women outside of just an hour or two. So these were women that already knew each other, and we were just going to get to have an extended amount of time together and do story work and also play. And so I was just really looking forward to it. I also decided that I wanted to be able to prepare the food and bring the food and do the meals. There was a part of me that I had to slow down like, okay, just because I genuinely enjoy this, I, I love to serve people in that way. Is it wise that I do that? Knowing that I was hosting you know, the whole retreat. And I decided, no, this is what I want to do. I don't want to make the expense higher and cater and, and go out for all of our meals. But I want to say also, I love what, what we talked about, about just the discovery of where you fall on the Enneagram and some self-awareness that kind of landed for you. I'm wondering <laughs> if you want to mention that too. Yes. So I'm an eight on the Enneagram and I am definitely a doer. I was thinking about this today on my walk this morning. I am a doer and I enjoy doing, but doing for the sake of doing isn't always wise. So it's not so much that I do. I have to look at why I'm doing it and how I'm doing it. 
So just because I have this energy about me that I move towards, that I go into more hyper arousal, where I can get anxiety, a lot of that is relieved for me through doing. That's not always bad, but I have to slow down and become aware. I'm just going to say, I can get a lot of shit done that I shouldn't even be doing. <laughs> and I loved how you, and, and I really do love how you did slow down, Candace. I remember before the retreat, we talked about this. You did slow down and you asked yourself some what questions. Mm -hmm. What is motivating me to want to do this. I feel like I really want to do this. What is motivating me? And I think when we're talking about self-awareness, asking those what questions can be so helpful. I really love how you talked about how, where you go on the Enneagram in your strengths. And just wondering if you can talk about that. Yeah. I'm going to share another story about where that came up, but I'm going to read just this point that we had written down about being self-aware. It's the ability to focus on self and how your actions, thoughts, and emotions do or do not align with your own integrity. We're talking about when we are unaware or we are unconscious about why we're doing what we're doing. This is what moving into self-awareness is, as we slow down. So when our integrity aligns with what we're doing, that's where the joy is. So, th so think about when we say yes to doing something, because we're actually motivated by, if we don't say yes, we could lose our connection or we could be judged. So we go ahead and say yes but there's no joy in it. And we can actually end up being resentful and bitter because we are betraying ourselves and we are betraying our integrity. So good. I know that was a lot, but I just felt like maybe that would help as I get ready to share the story I'm going to share. So towards the end of our retreat, after being together, we speak words of blessing and affirmation over one another. It is the most powerful time that we spend together. I mean, there's all of it is good, but there is something about that time of blessing and affirmation as other eyes and other ears and other bodies have experienced being together and listening deeply and seeing deeply. I think this is interesting and I know you've experienced it. Sometimes there's more tears in receiving the blessing and affirmation. There's something about, can I receive the truth about my glory and my goodness? Yeah. One of the ladies really blessed me with an image that came to her mind when she saw me in my calling or who I was. And it was this idea of being in a war. And I was the one out front with this big ax and I was clearing out, I was slaying everything that was getting in our way from where we needed to go. I knew in that moment, Cher, that it was true. Mm -hmm. yeah, I yeah. knew that I have this gift of fearlessness. If I know something is in the right direction, come what may, I will lead others in that direction. But I also felt the bind of how my little girl was named dangerous. Mm, yeah. As she was speaking it, 
I knew it was true. And that little girl got a little dysregulated. Yeah. I also had some other parts go up like, okay, if I know and believe this is true, is that being prideful? It can be complex to receive the truth. Well, and we've not had the practice, right, of of really being able to freely enter into our glory, which is our God image, most real part of who we are. And yet we've, even when that shines forth, a lot of times we feel some sense of inner conflict that causes us to feel like we have to shut that down. Because yeah. honestly, our glory is dangerous mm-hmm. in a in a very good and beautiful kind of a way. Yes, it, it's so true. When we are lined up with, we'll just use the word wholeness, right? We're integrated. We are doing what we feel we want to do, what we know we want to do. Like there's this wholeness in what we're doing. There is a part of this like, Oh, this, this power that my body holds to bring goodness can feel scary. Yeah. Especially if you've had stories and I'm going to say, even as a doer, the things that you've done historically have hurt yourself and hurt others. I want to just link that to the fact that you were named, as you said, you were named dangerous from the time you were very young. And as you received this blessing, as you heard this blessing poured out so lovingly upon you, 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 you held it. And yet then there was this part that felt a little bit afraid. And I want us to just talk a little bit about that too, because you were named dangerous Mm -hmm. and self-awareness is getting to know who I truly am. It's also getting to know who I am not. You were named dangerous at a very young age and you have carried that fear with you throughout your life. And it has had a big impact on the way that you've been able to use your strengths and use your gifting and, and, and lead without fear and, and bring love to the world. But what did you discover as we, and and our discovering, even as we're kind of processing this, how you were named something that maybe you're really not? Yeah. Well, I feel freedom, right? I feel that this is what's coming out. I feel like the light is casting out the darkness, Mm. that the truth is casting out the lie. And what does that mean for me? What does that mean for those that I love? Mm -hmm. What does that mean for how much joy I'm going to experience in the days ahead? Because it's actually not about me doing more. It's about doing something in the integrity of who I am and who I am not. That my worth and my value isn't found in that. But when we are aligned, we do feel more joy. I want to come back to this part, this place where you have been named dangerous, because what I want to say is that I've known you for three years in a very pretty intense places of our, of our own journeys of doing a lot of story work together. I've seen you interact with and relate to others in our group with intensity, right? We've had a lot of intensity. We've, we've had times when we've had ruptures, we've experience repair. And I can say, Candace, to you, Mm -hmm. you have never been dangerous. 
to me or to that I have ever sensed any shred in our pearls group or in any place where I have seen you, this message that came to you very early in life that you were dangerous or that you would lead people into danger. I want to help you come into the self-awareness that that is not true of you. Yeah. Yeah. What you're doing right now is that part of you're letting me know how you've experienced me. Yeah. And you're letting me know that from a place of really knowing me deeply and stories that people that I've known even longer don't know. I'm actually not even sure what to say right now, Cher, which is not really typical for me. <laughs> That's but, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I think that this is this is the other aspect to becoming self-aware is letting yourself be known and seen and loved specifically in the places of your shame Mm -hmm. and to stay long enough, right? In, in a relationship that, yeah, there's growth, there's maturity, there's bumps along the way, but your true self, your God image self will begin to emerge and be celebrated, yeah, be called out, not bearing judgment and envy or criticism that you have maybe historically experienced. It's goodness gracious, it's life-changing. And it's growing in me. It's growing in me to say like, this is life-changing. I don't want this to be a infomercial hype. Screw that. (laughs) This is hard. This takes a long time for most people. This takes investment of your energy, your emotion, your finances. And I just want to say, I do believe it's life-changing. In a good way. Yes. Transformational. And that's what we are experiencing. That's what we, that's why we're doing this work that we are doing because we believe that transformation is possible and ongoing. And I I really love how even just recently, very recently, we are still growing in our own self-awareness. And I just want to thank you, Candace, for sharing this experience. There's a lot here that can feel vulnerable, right? Because you revealed something of your glory. You mm-hmm. revealed something of receiving blessing from others. You revealed something where there has been, I will use the word a curse that was put upon you. I just want to say thank you for bringing such beautiful authenticity to the table here today and for letting me and our listeners experience the the goodness that you are of who you are and of what you are experiencing as you continue to walk this healing path. It's just beautiful. Thank you. Thank you for the invitation. This is not what we were going to do today. As you know, we were going to talk about self-awareness in a more teaching academic and I, I will just say, wow, share. I, I actually, when we push the, the stop button, I feel like I need a moment to soak this in. Yeah. And I'll be right here with you, friend. <laughs>
Okay. So good to be with you, Candace. Good to be with you too. Love you. Love you too, friend. Thank you for listening to Processing Trauma Out Loud. Make sure to check out the show notes for links to suggested resources and social media. Like, subscribe, and follow to keep up with our weekly content. And if you don't mind, take a moment to rate and review us. Your feedback is extremely valuable and contributes to the success of this podcast. One last thing, if you have found this podcast helpful in any way, or if you have questions on how to take the next steps on your healing journey, please reach out to us via email at CandiceShare at gmail.com. That's K-A-N-D-A-C-E-S-H-E-R at gmail.com. Music was created by Caleb Paxton, and our sound engineer is Jeremiah Jones of Audit Story, LLC. We welcome you to join us for more conversations soon. Take care.